Hello, and welcome back to The Current Conservative. We are picking it back up <laughs> at year end, and we're really excited. It's been it's been an incredible year. There's been lots of changes, lots of exciting blessings and updates, and we are just, I think Allie and I are really grateful to have this little project going, and we, we hope to be we we hope to be more consistent in the future and build it up but it is you know definitely a passion project for us and so we're just excited to just chat a little bit today and update you all and um just see where the conversation goes so Allie thanks for joining oh of course As always. happy to be here yes yes <laughs> and i just like i don't know about you but i feel like if you would have sat us down, even after living through 2020, 2021, 2022, and you would have sat us down in January of 2023, and you would have told us, you know, what would have happened this year, we might have like just kind of been like, uh, okay, but now we're like at the end of the year and we're like, wow, we <laughs> are victorious. <laughs> We have survived the Great War of 2023, and it, not and it hasn't totally even culminated yet. Like the worst oh, is still the to worst come. is yet to come. <laughs> so it's going to be a really positive. So positive. Episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, but for real, like, okay, we were trying to think before we started recording some top moments for us, and <laughs> I mean, at the top of my head. We have sent over $200 billion to Ukraine. <laughs> we Our, have I am entered. I'm so proud of all the hard earned, uh, <laughs> hard earned workers who sent their money over to Ukraine. <laughs> yes, and that, those $75 million. Um, $75 million yachts that apparently the Ukrainian government has bought. We love to see it. We love to see it. And um, we hope you really entering, enjoy those yachts. Yeah, enjoy that. And then we've also entered into yet another endless war. Our not totally officially like declare has our war has not been yet declared, <laughs> but like we all know what's gone gone gonna be happening in 2024 <laughs> let me just say that yeah. <laughs> don't even bring up about... taiwan because that's next oh, that's next <laughs> so i taiwan, think we be coming I... for you <laughs> oh my yeah God. well i mean yeah we also had xi jinping a communist dictator visit our uh my governor here in california so that was a highlight of mm. the year um you know we had joe biden falling down i think at least twice. Did the bike incident oh, happen it was this year? Definitely more than that. It was one hundred percent like he's fallen. We have a, like, at we least have a commander in chief regularly. Yeah, we have a commander in chief regularly falling on his face. So that's where we are mentally. So where did I? Oh, it was in the Tucker Carlson interview with Alex Jones, and he was saying that they have it on a good source, multiple sources that. Joe Biden walks around the White House naked, doesn't know who he is, doesn't know where he is, mm -hmm. is just on medication, completely senile on medication. The source literally said that he had or he or she had witnessed Joe Biden taking amphetamines. OK, like we literally have an invalid as a president. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
So anyway, it's all that to say 2024 is looking super exciting and bright for our country. Um, like literally, I'm I can't say that with more sarcasm. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, we're anticipating a complete financial crash, a total economic turmoil um, within the housing real estate industry. Mm. Um, I mean, again, inflation through the roof. Yeah, the dollar is going to collapse. Um, We're probably going to enter into World War III. Digital. Oh, okay. I was going to say digital currency. Digital currency enacted by the federal government. So live, laugh, love. Um, We also can see in 2024 China invading Taiwan. Right. Possibly Mm -hmm. another stolen election or no election at all. No, you more than anyone have been saying that <laughs> since literally 2020. <laughs> um but we'll get we'll get to that later, but I just I just kind of wanted to like say maybe the theme of this episode could go along the lines of like listen. If you've been with us since 2020 and you are still a little trusting in the government, um 2023 should be that final nail on the coffin for you. And if not, you're dumb. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I do not know how else well, to say you know, it. Let's let's say if it's not the nail in the coffin for you, what would be the nail in the coffin? You know what I'm saying? Mm, like I try to get there. into the minds mm. of people who are not 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 paying attention clearly unconscious and just living their life day to day not paying attention um on their and 15th have no idea that, <laughs> right wearing two masks <laughs> in their car by themselves and mm-hmm. thinks that you know we are saving the poor people of Ukraine um right but at the same and time i feel like that the- also that radical islamic fundamentalism is really a great achievement and the U.S. should welcome Sharia law. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in a sense, (laughs) the leftist media and the leftist talking points want us to believe that obviously they're that viewpoint of like, you know, the 15th, the people that are on their 15th booster who are like pro-Ukraine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, who are like looking forward to voting for Biden in 2024 are the minor, are the majority, <laughs> which like, mm-hmm. I think the latest stats on the vaccine is like, I think it's less than 5%, even maybe less than that that are currently up to date on their vaccines. And then also if you just consider how many people are actually still masking, you do see it a lot, especially I see it more like in airports and stuff like that. Yeah. So like you have to kind of consider those things and understand, okay, well maybe like, yeah, people are coming to their senses and realizing like this administration is off their ever loving rocker, you know, I don't know. I don't know my point in all this, but I'm just saying, like, I think that there has been a lot of, um, not to use this word incorrectly, but there has been progress in the sense of, like, people are waking up and actually are seeing the direction of our country, and they want absolutely nothing to do with it. And 
So anyway, go ahead. Absolutely. And I mean, I think the, yeah, the booster people, I don't know if they can really be saved at this point because I think that they, they, they crave that leadership, you know, controlling them. The part Mm -hmm. that worries me a little bit or the people, the group of people that worry me about our future, you know, looking forward to our future is America's future is uh, the people who welcome the overreaching technology and artificial intelligence. Like that Mm. aspect of our future world is very concerning to me. And yeah, I don't, I don't like it at all. Like I just don't, I, it doesn't feel natural to me. It doesn't feel like something that will bring us closer to harm a harmonious, you know, landscape in our world. I just, I think, I mean, we're even at the point where artificial intelligence is so smart where it can actually modify itself and change itself. Mm -hmm. And, and that is just, I don't even know how to (laughs) process that. It's terrifying. And, and, um, like Eva Vlardingerbrook, like she was like, she was just said it so uh, eloquently. Like, really, I never thought about it in that way, which is like with the central banking digital currency, or is that if you go and you want to, I mean, I kind of already knew this, there was a really good, you know, they make really good videos about this um, in uh, like of in China. But like, if you go to buy a cheeseburger and they're like, ooh, like you can't because you don't have enough points or credits. And mm. then, oh, but if you want to buy five credits for, you know, $10, then you can do that. You know what I mean? It's just like Ugh. so now they're making a profit off people too, which is so disgusting and scammy. And then and then the other guy was like in China was like on Dan Bongino. He showed this video and he was like going to buy a high speed train ticket. And he's like, oh, yay, I finally have enough like points to be able to ride the train. Oh, he's like, I so feel like scary. a normal person. I feel like a normal that person is... now. And I'm like, oh, like they welcome yeah. it. They are totally fine with it. And it's a comfortable place to be for them. And that is terrifying to me, like that they are like inherently like their souls don't tell. I mean, maybe deep down inside, but they're not getting like a trigger warning. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like yeah. red alarms going off. Like you're 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 literally a slave. Yes. Yeah, and to I mean technology I, I, and to the system, right. to the government. It's just it blows my mind. Those are the people that I'm like, I don't think that they can I mean, they also cannot be helped, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, especially China and like Asia, they're generations deep into indoctrination. The younger generations don't even know about like Tiananmen Square, like because the older generations can't even talk about it or remember it. And then the you know, the younger generations aren't educated on it. And so it's like there's this total total disconnect and the younger generations are just accepting like this way of life of of collectivism, collectivism, doing things, you know, that are for the better good of the the society. And like mm-hmm. America is really one of the last standing countries who really embraces individualism, at least we're hanging on by a thread. And right. that's what propels, you know, so much of the type of work that you and I do to bring, you know, awareness to the younger generation, especially, you know, parents who have these young kids. Um, and we're just kind of like waving a banner of like, this is actually what you need to be instilling in your kids. 
not just mm-hmm. letting them go willy-nilly and watch Disney Channel all day long because they're sadly going to become a socialist. If you leave them They're being propagandized, to, yeah. Yeah. If you leave them to the greater good or greater power. So um yeah, like the AGI thing. So I I, I I'm sure you've listened to the that episode um with uh Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson and I think they touched on AI, AGI for a little bit towards the end and just this the next step of this like transhumanism agenda mm-hmm. that these uh technocrats are like racing towards and especially you know and considering elon musk's that brain chip that he's been developing and i just don't think that like yeah neuralink i just don't think that like the average person fully understands like what's going to be happening in the next 10 15 20 years (laughs) like we're going to be able to get a chip in our brain that downloads information like literally transhumanism like it's beyond transgenderism it's it's combining man and machine that's the next step to this progressive thing and i'm like i feel it's so dystopian right we're entering into a yeah we're entering into a new chapter of you know controlling totalitarianist societal structures and it's you know like you always say the tech like technocracy which is something that kind of makes sense uh because i think those thinkers and 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 schools people who created these schools of thought of communistic or collectivist you know controlling societies understood that technology would eventually become so advanced that they could control <laughs> the structure through that advanced technology and i think you're right i don't believe that these people understand what it is in fact i think that they actually think it's kind of cool um Mm-hmm. which is just shocking to me. I mean, I think part of the propaganda too is is um reshaping people's idea of what life is supposed to look like. And for us, you know, we are very connected to American values of course and what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, living living, you know, farm to table, like living on a farm, like seeing animals actually like producing your own food and being in nature and enjoying the world and the beauty of the world that God has given us. And I think a lot of people who have been in this system, you know, who have gone to the universities have become radicalized and are, you know, fully indoctrinated by the propaganda, like their entire mindset of the world and their life is just it looks completely different. Their vision of their lives looks completely different from what ours looks like, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) living off the grid and having children and, you know, having a beautiful marriage that glorifies God and all of these things and promoting American values and raising your children to be patriots who, who will die for their freedom. And we are losing it. And I think the people who don't see that, it's just because they, I don't know, simply don't, stand with those values they don't stand with that vision of america and and that mm-hmm. is the toughest part for me like the toughest pill for me to swallow and of course like just to piggyback it it does make it so much more important to reach younger people because if we do allow them or not allow them that's the wrong word but if you do you know have your kids you know entertained by hollywood media and 
you know, going to a public school, which I'm not saying it's like the worst thing you could do, but it's it's pretty up there. They're they're going to be indoctrinated. Like there there just isn't a there there isn't a fine line anymore. Like it's all just one big basket, you know. So yeah, that that's that's stressful. <laughs> and this year, I think will really be the culmination too of those lines being drawn because I think that's part of their tactic. You know, part of their in their toolbox, um, as we always talk about, is is the division and creating chaos and creating that divide between people, whether it's race, class, you know, religion, um, national, like whatever it is, you know, it is always the oppressed and the oppressor, the haves and the have nots. And I think, you know, they have done a very good job of that in the past, you know, few decades, I guess you can say, because it it was, I think, slow and then kind of ramped up and especially with the mm-hmm. riots and all of that. But I do think that now people are like there there is a majority of people who 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 don't want to go that direction. And I mean, you just see videos every day of people talking about how horrible this economy is and how they, you know, don't like the Biden regime. And I just believe that in closing <laughs> that 2024 is uh going to show I think it's going to come to a head of you know where we stand when it comes to the division of people who are really just like will are just completely in a cult and people who Mm -hmm. you know can stand up and say hey I see all these people around me it's not so scary to say that yeah I love this country and I'm willing to stand up for its values and for American liberty yeah no I think there's definitely going to be a stark contrast. I, I think that 2023 certainly laid the foundation for people to begin to understand that concept that, you know, there is an intentional divide within our society and it's just going to get worse. Like I think earlier we were talking about how that professor um, is holding a non-whites, like no whites are invited <laughs> to this Christmas party. And it's just really sad to see things like that um, come up. And obviously, you know, we're having a lot of like anti-Semitic activity happening across our country with the pro-Palestinian protests and such like that. And yeah, I mean, it goes back to this demonic ideology that is rooted in communism, that is extremely atheist and anti-God, where they can manufacture division between the have and have nots. And socialism is really like, I say this a lot, it's like the doctrine of envy. It's looking at what others are able to achieve and get for themselves and saying, I want that too. Make the government take it from them so that I can have that, that equality, you know, and that's a complete Mm -hmm. lie because again, it's uprooting these American foundational values that were explored in like the 16th, 15th, 17th century, I would say, maybe probably close mm-hmm. to the 16th and 17th century, where these concepts and ideals were really beginning to develop in human society because they were coming from the age of discovery where it was just complete decolonization, barbarianism, child marriage. Um, you know, there were no actual you know, human law, like before then we had like the empires and these empires did whatever they wanted. It was tyrannical and there were the Mm -hmm. peasants and they had no rights. They had no concept of individual liberty and freedom, free market competition, being able to provide a a income for themselves and not have it all be taxed by these 
authoritarian regimes that just threw their countries. Yeah. Yeah, threw their countries into war and battle and all these young men fought and killed were killed and died for just these empty, you know, think like empty countries that just didn't serve them and then along came this idea of like American freedom and like our um you know we did this really great piece on like the early pilgrims and how they actually started to develop this process of communism it wasn't really called communism mm-hmm. because communism wasn't yet developed then but you know they they shared all the the land you know all the pilgrims um right. shared the land and then they fell into famine 3 years in a row and then eventually mm-hmm. uh William Bradford was like we have to stop doing this like this is so treacherous and miserable we were heading into our fourth year and he was like and no more of this chaos and he gave each family their own plot of land and the reports Mm -hmm. came back where the young men were so happy the young wives were so happy they were able to bring their children out to the field grow their own harvest be able to sell free market capitalism right there in the beginning of you know america american american history you know and Mm-hmm. So really, like, if you really consider all of history and the natural way humans progress, we have a tendency to progress towards tyranny and control of the people. And yeah, again, the American dream revolves around the individual being able to pursue whatever they can possibly dream for themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, just in the last 30 years, we've had the internet boom. And the internet just has opened up a total new concept of free market capitalism because you could start a little shop online and and be able to, um, you know, sell your sell your little crafts at home, or you can scale your skill set. Like it's just the opportunities are endless in a country like America, mm-hmm. whereas in China, you're under the foot, you're under the boot of these socialist communist regimes that have no interest in your personal desires and dreams and that really is what separates this current political agenda because that that false ideology that you know is rooted in control is like seeping in ever so slightly and in disguise so anyway i yeah, I think we're both very equally passionate about this. But I wanted hmm. to say earlier we were talking about like the um, 2024, like what we're kind of seeing maybe on like our bingo card. And I had mentioned the housing market collapse. But I was reading because I don't know if you've seen recently the Federal Reserve has announced that they're going to drop the re- drop interest rates like six times in 2024. And actually a lot of people have their ears perked up because that doesn't necessarily mean that like inflation's going to go down or anything it's actually going to make ca- cause things to become worse because then housing prices can go up even more because of the interest rates going down i don't know I, i'm not a financial expert but it's going to be very interesting and then all of these foreign interest banks and you know these people from china and other countries can come in and basically swoop up on these housing um this housing collapse that um, the average American citizen is no longer able to afford. But of course, these Chinese interests, you know, can come in and swoop up all all these neighborhoods and 
own our houses, own our land. And you were saying like, you know, the conservative movement is pushing towards no, like, buy land, get a house, et cetera, et cetera. But that dream is continuing to crumble because of the Federal Reserve. It's the Federal yeah. Reserve. Yeah. It, I, it, that's it, it where is. I get it truly so annoyed. Is. I get so annoyed because leftists are always like, um, you know, the government, I don't know what they, I don't know exactly what they want, but they don't ever look to the <laughs> Federal Reserve for the issue. And I don't think that enough people are understanding the system of the Federal Federal Reserve <clears throat> was created in like 1913. And, you know, you progress each decade down the line and, you know, our parents, our grandparents generation had it probably the best because it was after the war everyone was happy they were able to buy a house for like two thousand dollars able to buy a car etc and then as the federal reserve began to print money the money devalued so then you needed more and more and more and then in the 70s Mm -hmm. they created the credit system and the credit system allowed people to have fake money and then fake money gets lent out to uh, the banks lend out the fake money 10 times And then that devalues our money even more. So then you fast forward 100 years and we're on this completely false system with actually no stability, no foundation. We're we're living in an illusion. I'm going on like an Alex Jones right? But um, (laughs) like we're living under an illusion. And for some reason – Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that we're living in the corporation of the United States. Yeah. And so we have People, to get back to like the gold it's standard. literally a corporation. Right. And we are yeah, we are literally like servants in the corporation. We are workers in the corporation and we obviously like owe taxes and they're just like you said, you know, creating this false system so that they can they can overuse and just like basically run it run it run it till the wheels fall mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And we're at the end of their system. And that's what like people aren't understanding with inflation and how leftists are saying that the wages aren't keeping up. And so we need to rise the the wages. That's not going to help anything. That's literally right. putting a Band-Aid on cancer. Like the cancer is going to continue to yeah. grow, but you think you're all better with the Band-Aid. That doesn't make sense. Well, it also and problem. it also like reinforces. Yes. And it reinforces this idea that, oh, well, you know, the working people aren't getting what they're paid, you know, what they should be getting paid. They're not being appreciated for the value that they offer to these big corporations. You know, we have to pay them more and the corporations are making so much money. Like it reinforces this idea of, you know, the proletariat, the bourgeoisie, like this class system. You know what I mean? That, oh, well, they're Mm -hmm. just not getting paid. And well, you know, the prices of things go up and it's like, no, it really doesn't have to be that way. Like it really doesn't. You shouldn't be having to make an average of $150,000 a year to buy a modest house in mm-hmm. in any medium sized Iowa town or city <laughs> like yeah yeah it's like <laughs> literally just, yeah our our generation has just continued continued to be literally screwed over by the federal reserve and this illusion that they're making us live under and I just I'm very passionate about this topic because I hope young people come to the realization that you know somehow some way we can actually end this tyranny and this system of oppression that they've actually instilled you want to talk about oppression leftists 
talk about the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve. I don't hear you talking about that. But, you know, I saw this really interesting video and I'm trying to remember where I saw it. I think it was an Alex Jones video, honestly. But um, he was talking about how, like, you know, do you remember the um, 1% like Wall Street? Um, oh, yeah. Occupy yeah. Wall Street stuff. Okay. And yep. then at the same time, we were having like tea, the Tea Party movement, right? Where they were like, yep. we have to get off the Federal Reserve. That was the same argument, but the media and these politicians divided us thinking that we were on separate sides, but really mm-hmm. we're not. We're not at all. And that's the part where I get so like frustrated with leftists because I'm just like, you're not seeing all of it. And it's almost like they do right. it on purpose because they know that they need to quote unquote collapse capitalism they believe that capitalism will get to like late stage which is corporatism which is kind of what we're living in right now so it's like they're doing this intentionally to get to their Mm -hmm. revolution phase where they can quote unquote overthrow the government and then quote unquote you know and still yeah overthrow everything but they're not doing it my niece just got home. <laughs> Hold on. Come on. I'm, I'm recording. You want to say hi? Hi. Okay, I'll hi. Out in a little bit, okay? Oh, gosh. Ruby, I'm recording a podcast. I'll be out in a little bit, okay? Okay. Okay, I love you. Oh, so happy to see you. Will you close the door? Thanks, sweetie. Okay. <sighs> I didn't know they were coming home right now. <laughs> so Surprise cute. appearance. Yeah, right after my Federal That's Reserve rant. Mm-hmm. It's the Federal Reserve. Oh my gosh. Well, it is. Anyway. Now you know. <laughs> it's the Federal yeah. Reserve. And you know, just like that kind of goes on with something I was going to say earlier that um, it is kind of human nature for the loudest person in the room to take control of the situation, you know, and I think that that happened at a really early stage in you know the entire cycle of like these the elite you know deep state taking over all of our institutions and for the most part like people really don't like to ruffle feathers like the majority of of humans don't like to ruffle feathers and then you have like that one in a hundred people who are like no I'm gonna be the loudest person in the room and I think you know they demand that control and I think more than likely they get, you know, swayed into the evil darkness and use that, you know, position for nefarious, you know, reasons. And mm-hmm. and then all of these, you know, young leftists who are like, oh, it's, you know, destroy capitalism. Like they they believe that they don't really have to do their own due diligence because they're like, oh, well, the loudest person in the room probably is the smartest person in the room as well. And that's just simply not the case. And so, no, yeah, it is pretty wild to see, like, looking back, like how some of those things totally overlap. And people have been talking about the Federal Reserve for so many years. And when you start to see, like, how or like how much significance that really has and what's going on and how they're the deep state is truly panicking so much because they know that the system is ending and that's why they're pushing so hard for the digital currency. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. I think 2024 so is going to be just a wild year. But it's going to be huge. <laughs> any closing thoughts? Yeah. 
It's going to be huge. Um, You know, like we said in the beginning, I'm looking forward to being, you know, obviously, hopefully more consistent with the recording and everything um, and being more intentional about it. And we would love to get like an intro going, like an intro music uh, thingy, yeah. a jiggy. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. Um, yeah. And yeah, just continue to advance our skill set and develop all of that stuff and um obviously I'm getting married in 2024 so I'm very excited it's kind of surreal um and yeah we have a lot of really fun cool things coming up and um, yeah. we'll see where this podcast goes so, so exciting that's my little closing thought exciting events and developments to come mm-hmm well, yes. we shall leave it there and yes. hope you have a great night and we will chat with you next time. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>